Arkansas Row Crops Radio, providing up-to-date information and timely recommendations on row crop production in Arkansas. Hey everybody, today is August 4th and we're going to, I guess, give a little update. Bugs are spotty this year is what it sounds like. Have been all season. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of storage. So what's interesting it? You know, I mean, sure, there's there's still stink bugs around and we still got some rice not headed that we need to watch out for, but but really I feel like a ton of the calls I've gotten this week have been around getting to that third to fourth week ahead, running somewhere between thirty and seventy percent straw coloration, should a spray or should or not. And so I think Aaron was here twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, uh former PhD student of, of Gus's and he did a bunch of that work where we were looking at termination. I know we've talked about this before, but we were force feeding stink bugs on heads. So they were caged on an individual head. And so they were either forced to feed or, or die, right? Starve to death. So what we see is at 60% straw coloration, the chances of pet go way down. I mean, it, it, it falls off tremendously. Uh, with that being said, you know, getting up to that 60% mark, I would still like to be, you know, real half threshold going into that. Not really that concerned about the numbers after that 60% mark, but going into 60%, 50, 60%, I'd like to be about half threshold. And the reason that is, you know, if you look at the forecast next week, we allegedly got some chances of rain. We'll see what happens there. But same thing we see in soybeans, we see it dry. So we get some rainfall. Uh, you can soften them curls up to where they can still injure it. So, you know, that that may be a fit for Lambda. Some of the calls I've gotten this week have been running right at about 1 per 10, maybe maybe up to 12 on 10, or, or 10 on 10 to 12 on 10, those kind of numbers. Um, you know, Lambda would, would get you 50 60% in that situation, maybe higher. Actually, I've seen it do a little bit better this year than expected. Uh, but I, I don't think at that point, unless we're running, you know, 2X threshold, that there's really a need for Indigo Tenchu at that point. Let's try something cheap and get out of there. Uh, but, you know, getting a lot of calls on nymphs in, in these fields that we're not treating right now with low numbers of nymphs, same way we talked about in the barnyard, they're going to be adults by this time next week. And they're going to be looking for greener ice to go to. So if you got some rice that's just now starting to head, really need to be checking it next week because these these stink bugs are going to start condensing down to to whatever's left that's green that's pretty much it there yeah well in uh cotton you know we're winding this crop down pretty quick as far as uh plant bugs go and soon to be worms uh it looks like most of my cotton is i think about all my cotton's past cut out and uh Really, next week will be about termination timing for plant bugs on most of my stuff, and that's kind of what I'm hearing from everybody. Uh, and I've heard some issues with control of plant bugs uh, over this past week, for sure. With anything guys went out with, I really think a lot of the a lot of it is uh, just getting good coverage. A lot of this cotton, it's lapped up. It's big plants. Plant bugs get down low in the canopy, especially in all this heat. I think uh, coverage is is why we're not getting 
uh, really good control of these plant bugs and why nothing is seemingly, you know, not working. Uh, so if you got to go out for plant bugs, just try to get as good a coverage as you can, uh, whichever way you're going out. Um, with that being said, the last effective bloom date for North Arkansas, like I said last week, is coming up. It's like August 8th, so that's only in four days. So, you know, there's not much to protect after that uh, as far as blooms and squares type deal goes. Uh, the plant bugs are spotty. Some people say they got uh, really heavy pressure in some areas, and then some guys are like, man, they disappeared on me. Uh, so it's spotty, kind of like everything else, like the worms are as well. Uh, we, me and Nick been scouting a lot of worm trials this past week too, uh, down at Tiller. We got, I've got everything under the sun out there. I've got BT, non-BT, three gene, two gene stuff. Uh, the worms are really, really thick in our non-BT stuff. Like they're, we're pretty much at a hundred percent damage on all our fruiting structures out there in in that cotton and the bulgard three has a bunch of eggs in it but we're really not seeing anything getting through it i'll find uh, you know a damaged square or two uh kind of up at the top and some of his three gene stuff but you really can't find any worms that are bigger than a than a neonate you know so it uh it seems to still be working good so i mean i'm not recommending anybody treating bulgar three uh cotton for worms but like i said uh talking about worms they're spotty this year guys are telling me they're have a 400 acre block and they'll go out there and they'll sweep all these fields out there and it'll be 148 acre block everything's the same growth stage in soybeans and you know there's worms in that one block and everything else around it, there's nothing in it. And that's kind of what I'm seeing when I'm going to fields and looking at them is there's fields that look right for bollworms. I mean, they look like I'd bet money that there'd be bollworms in those fields. And you go out there in them and they're not there. So uh, I just be out there scouting really hard and be out there looking for these really small worms when they, when they first hatch. Um, Nick, before we got on here, you were uh, you were talking about stink bugs a little bit in soybeans, and you know what you've been hearing. Yeah, I mean it, it's the same thing you've been saying about spotty. You know, we were getting quite a few calls on two or three weeks ago, and and now it sounds like they're just kind of sporadic here and there. Uh, it could be because we have maybe similar to rice and having a bunch of rice headed out, it maybe because we have so many beans in that R five five to R six five window, but uh you know we, we've been saying with greens you can get away with something like lambda ben made a good point before we started recording you know you start getting up to close to one for sweep you know 20 to 25 on, on 25 sweeps you may consider going with a little bit higher rate of bifithrin or maybe like a half pound of acetate. i mean lambda's good on but at the same time uh higher numbers you probably want to use something a little bit stouter on them than just lambda by itself yeah uh, but keep keep in mind there that in in r6 we're going to double for greens and browns we're going to double that threshold up to 18 and in r65 we can walk away mm -hmm. uh with, with red bands and 
honestly haven't got any calls on red bands. I think I had one this week. And the uh, the guy had been watching the field for I think two or three weeks now, running about half threshold. And this week he was he was up around six or seven, so they went ahead and sprayed. But it, it doesn't sound like they're really building on us too bad right now. So hopefully we'll outrun a lot of that. But keep in mind the threshold there is four old twenty five, and we're going to double at R well, not double. We're going to go up to ten at R six five and terminate at R seven. So that there's a there's a little bit of a difference there between those. Yeah. And then I mean we had a it seemed like last week I was getting more looper calls than uh than this week. Uh as well. And you know, I was talking about insecticide choices and you know, I might be a little careful. You know, last year some guys went out with intrepid and they had some issues with it, with regular old intrepid, just the methoxy. And they had some issues with it. And then I heard people, you know, they'd have stink bugs and loopers. And so they'd run intrepid plus acetate. And a lot of those guys had really good control with that mixture uh, out there. Uh, but intrepid edge and denim are, are two of our star, you know, looper products out there. So I'd recommend going with, with that denim or intrepid edge if I was going after loopers. But if you're still going after corn earworms uh, with good population, I'd definitely run a diamide like Besiege or uh, Bandicore or LFS, something like that, um, out there after them. But, you know, Nick, you mentioned getting some calls on, on green clover worms as well. And, I, you know, I had some of them last week, too. Yeah, and, and not trying to make green clover worms some big major pest at all. Just look, some of the calls we're getting is running up close to one per sweep and around that 10% foliation deal. And and keep in mind in reproductive beans that threshold's 25% foliation. And it takes a ton of green clover worms to get up to that point. You know, 10%, there's no yield loss associated with that. With green clover worms, I'm I'm gonna try to wait another week to see if that defoliation's building because you run a pyrethroid out there, especially this time of year, and, and clean up green clover worms, you're allowed to be right back in behind it a week, 10 days later, killing the loopers or worms, depending on if you've already blown them or not. That that pyrethroid just to take out something that, you know, being, being joke about it being beneficial because it brings a bunch of parasitoids and whatnot to the field, brings in a bunch of beneficial insects there. Um, you know, I just hate running a pyrethroid there and opening up the window for more issues. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I've I've heard very little on army worms. I mean, up in the river valley, uh, one of my brother's buddies, he was uh, has some hate. He's like, I was finding about. I went out there and was doing sweeps, and he's like, I find about ten of them. And usually, we're kind of a hotbed for loopers up in the river valley. Uh, I mean, for fall army worms up in the river valley but i just really hadn't heard much or seen much on on the army worm front uh thus far um have you heard anything different nick no we had them calls last week about folks spotting them at headed rice but it seems like it's petered out pretty good or at least i'm not hearing from folks about it anymore and I looked in a lot of their signal grass and whatnot around the station here the other day down here with you and tiller and and just really not seeing any of it. I mean, not saying they're not going to build on us towards September and we may have to treat a little bit of pasture ground and maybe a little bit more rice, that kind of stuff. But 
right now it just doesn't seem like it's going to be a major deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, that's about everything I got, Nick, I reckon. Yep, and I I think so. I mean, it, it really, I, I think we may deal with a little bit more insect pests. There's a, there's a few beans and not blooming and whatnot right now that may catch up pretty good flight of bollworms some of this late rice but it's been a pretty cheap year overall it's 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 been good yeah and i think i mean there's still plenty of time for loopers so keep her keep her eye out to them but uh yeah some of this stuff's wrapping up pretty quick with all the heat that we got right now so yep very much so well if you need us call us my number is 501-517-3853 that's eight seven zero four five six eight four eight six. All right, thank you. Arkansas Row Crops Radio is a production of the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture. For more information, please contact your local county extension agent or visit uaex.uada.edu.